This is Lance Howard. Welcome back to the Healing Voice Podcast, Season 4, Episode 1, titled The Power of Being. It was recorded on December 20th, the day before the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn on the 21st. This episode is about the myth of heroes and what it means to be ourselves in the face of cultural expectation. I discuss the magnetic pull of virtue that comes from within our hearts and the call of life to become the greatest version of ourselves as the world simultaneously distracts and gives us the opportunity to become who we truly are. We are unlearning the lies and illusions of social conditioning to realize that we are more than we've been told. Set the intention for what you choose to love by holding the vision. If you see it, believe it, and feel it, then it is. This is how we begin to change our lives. What a year. Oh, 2020 has been special. The year of transition and shifting and unexpected change. All centered around learning how to make new intentions. That's what I feel like this year's been. The old way is just not good enough any longer. And life is making it very evident. Making that very evident. The old way will no longer And perhaps we've been existing in I don't know. Maybe you could call it a playland or a dream world or some kind of illusion or false reality. Like you've been up to this and that for so long taking a lot of things for granted, a lot of people for granted, a lot of opportunities. And and opportunities are really just growing phases. That's really what I mean by opportunities. The opportunity to grow up and mature and to change and to be made whole, keep knocking at your door, and we've ignored them and ignored them and ignored them or barely noticed them and played around with them a little bit but mostly still ignored them because after all there's so many things in our world to be entertained with and I'd much rather just be entertained than be serious about my life Telling on myself. What if everything we've, what if everything the world presents us with? is part of the distraction 
And I'm not saying anyone doing it intentionally. Maybe it's just so hardwired into this three-dimensional experience. This is the road you must take. And there will be tons of distractions. Life is intentionally enabling these distractions because that's the only way for the humans with the higher call, perhaps. Perhaps that's the only way to differentiate them from the rest. The rest will um, yoke themselves, yoke themselves to the way of the culture, the way of the world, like um, you know what a yoke is. It it harnesses two animals together. And then so your your purpose and your identity is tied to the culture or the way of the world. That's what I'm meaning by yoke. Most people will yoke to that. And then there are others who they are they still grow up in this world, but at some point and in some way, sometimes sooner, sometimes later. They just recognize the yoke and they go, wait a minute, that's weird, or that's not me, or that's not what I want to do, or who says I should do it that way anyway, and why am I, why are we doing any of this in the first place? And so sometimes they're considered, or they may feel like they're the black sheep of the family, or they know that they're different and that's kind of weird even for them it is weird for them too because after all you you have to grow up in this right so you're a young person kind of battling with these feelings of perhaps not belonging perhaps some of us struggle because we want to just do the right thing quote unquote and the right thing is just to do what everyone around us is doing or is telling us should be done but on the inside we're not really feeling like that's the thing that we really want to do but if you're a peaceful person by nature you don't want to make waves so you kind of go with it though kind of reluctantly and then you also kind of suffer certain emotional turbulence because of that you know it ends up being stressful and you end up saying things you wish you hadn't said and it's all because you're in this environment you don't want to be in in the first place and it's just like one thing after another and now you really are the black sheep because everyone's always like what's wrong with them they're right every time they always have something to do or something to say or they're always causing problems and <laughs> so this vicious cycle kind of exists when you have these types of feelings and it is just life calling you but no one's ever told us what it means to be called and how to just honor it how to just be ourselves we see it in heroes right um, stories and books and epic novels and 
these are people who go against the grain and for whatever reason those are the the rare ones that we can recognize mythically without sometimes without immediately making the connection to our own heart going wait there's something about that though it appears to be a story quote unquote there's something about that that calls to my heart and that has been the awakening factor in Lance's life is seeing the hero and the value in the myth seeing the value in the honor and the sacrifice and the willingness to the willingness to die for others that has been the awakening factor in Lance's life like if I could just recount all the different times that that story is like jumped out at me from a variety of sources and I go well and it feels it feels it feels stronger than a magnet I don't know how to describe it it feels like that is the story or the myth and that hero is a reality in some universe and in some way I'm in touch with that some way I know what that is some way I understand the intentions and the the wherewithal and the courage some way somehow I understand that and it doesn't seem that anyone it typically feels like no one else around sees the story the same way and feels the magnetic pull in the same way because no one else will mull over it for the next three hours after seeing seeing it like if it's a movie per se no one will go home and write for days about it afterwards they just see it as another movie another form of entertainment um So we've been told that we are a name, we belong to a certain family, we belong to a certain ethnicity, we belong to a certain part of the country and a specific country and we have certain traditions that we do and this is just what we do because it's who we are and Certain family expectations for careers, perhaps. Certain expectations for types of people we will partner with, whether that be, I mean, and partners of large words, so I'm not just meaning in terms of something that's marriage-like, I'm meaning even business. Like, there's just certain people that we, we work with and others that we just don't. <laughs> um, because we're not like them or they're not like us or something. There are certain ways to cook macaroni and cheese for the family dinner. And if you mess with that and want it to be a vegan version, you will get cursed out. Um, I know that's someone's experience, it's not mine. 
but I'm sure it's out there. Just saying we are conditioned to act certain ways and follow certain rules and things become really dogmatic and we have these religious forms of existing um, and relating to one another. And we don't realize how tightly wound it is. It's so tightly wound and you can see it especially around the holidays because what's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year actually ends up being one of the most stressful times of the year. And this is again the call, the awakening. If you are a person who naturally sees that, that's the call. That's life going, see, take a look. And you are looking and you can see it, right? You're going, this doesn't add up. This is false advertisement on so many levels. <laughs> A lot of people do this to themselves. I refuse to do this to myself. So what's on my mind about all of this is the power of being that in this world where there's shifting and transition and unexpected change and things that are totally out of our control, the one thing that the human being truly has is the power of being. And that power is spoken of in the term or phrase human being. It is the power of being. You were born with this power that no one or perhaps no one told you about. It has nothing to do with your name or your place of origin or your family or your traditions or what they say you must do and who you must be or cannot be and who you must partner with and what kind of education you're expected to get or how many kids you should have and why you should go home every year at the same time and do this or that. It's so free and unbound by any of that. It is the light that you brought into the world, human being, and that is the power of just being. You exist and no one, <laughs> apparently no one could stop you from existing. <laughs> so here you are, one in 400 trillion, here you are. The, the, the odds are insane. And here you are doing what you do, seeing what you see, saying what you say, loving what you love, hating what you hate, eating what you eat. More importantly, thinking what you think. That is the most important thing. Because it is the thought that It is the thought that proves your being. Your thought precedes, precedes every action. And therefore, the power of being is first. It occurs, it exists before you do anything. If you were not, or if you did not exist, or if you were not being, you could do nothing. The power of being 
is the part of you that exists no matter how much change you have to experience in this world to own who you truly are. So life will send us storm after storm and difficulty after difficulty and challenge after challenge until we realize <laughs> that we carry peace we carry love and those two things are one in being so what I'm saying is you are peace and you are love and when you realize that no amount of change or circumstantial adversity will have any effect upon your thinking or emotional well-being ever again and so when we face the challenge the gift and the goal is to be able to see the challenge and not believe the challenge can affect you or can touch you or that your well-being is in some way tied to that challenge this is the power of being it is a shield for every storm it is a safe place for every trouble troubles and storms will come but they will also go the one thing that remains is the power of being and being is here and now it's only in my imagination that i have a problem with what <laughs> it's only in my imagination that i have a problem with anything it's only in my imagination that i have a problem with anything or i create a problem with anything i create the problem in my imagination i'm seeing a person or a circumstance or a situation and i'm immediately attaching meaning to that person or circumstance or situation i am the one that is doing that even if i lose so to speak this is all language and it's all based in thought let's say i lose $40 meaning it was in my pocket i walked in costco my card and keys were in the same pocket i reached for the card and i lost the $40 what meaning will i decide to attach to that i will say I'm not going to I'm actually not going to say anything. I'm just going to let your mind fill in the scenario. You'll say things about yourself, you'll say things about the person who will find it. You will have a number of emotional reactions. They might be frustration or anger. It's probably not going to be joy 
<laughs> Have you ever lost something valuable and figured maybe someone needs that more than I do? Why can't that be the, the, the conclusion? Why can't that be the first thought? Maybe it's amazing that you have $40 to lose because someone else doesn't. This is the power of being. It is. I lost that. Now I may make up the effort to retrace my steps and ask an employee if there's a lost and found or something. And if I decide to trace my steps and still don't come up with it, all I have is right here and right now. $40 was actually a thing of the past already. This is the power of being. It's here and now. My misery will be in attaching myself to the $40 of the past. That is misery. It will plague the rest of the day. I'll be grumpy. Who knows? It could plague the next few days to lose $40 if I give it the power. It's just $40 and I'm giving it all of this power. <laughs> That is a privilege in and of itself to even be able to say it's just $40. So, I mean, I could think about the privilege that I have to even say that, to even have the thought cross my mind. It's just $40. That is a privilege. That is a blessing. That is some level of freedom. So to reiterate, but in a different way, I hope, I think it's different. We are shedding the names and the labels and the histories and the traditions because all of these just cover up who we are. All of these things just cover up who we are and they mask the true me and they mask the true you. When all of that fades away, or when I can push all of that to the side, if even just for a moment, I can get in touch with the true me. This is what meditation and concentration is about. Meditation and concentration can happen while you're moving and while you're working. That is a whole different level, I would say, I think I would say that. I think I would say you do need to learn to sit still because everything in your culture is saying go, 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 move, move, move. So the start is learning to sit and be at peace, knowing you don't have to do anything because you are a human being. This is the power of just being, which means no, I don't have to do 
anything. I may choose to do something, but I don't have to do anything. So then I learned to sit. I learned to observe my thoughts and watch them come and go. And the conclusion in watching them come and go is that I am still here. I am still here. I am will always be here. <laughs> Now, can I take that I amness and apply it while I'm working? Can I? Uh, sweep the floor and stay in, stay centered with who I am. I don't have to chase every thought, but when I start moving my body, thoughts definitely come. It's hard to not chase every thought when I'm moving. Or if I'm sewing, the sound of the machine gets going and my fingers are there and it's moving. Can I stay centered or do I chase every thought? And I can hear certain exclamations that occur when the thoughts run and then you make a mistake. <laughs> Whatever I am doing, the power of being is still there. Oh, that's amazing. Whatever I'm doing, the power of being is still there. The only person who is forgetting it is the person. The personality is forgetting that the power of being is still there no matter what you're doing. The personality is another one of those masks. It's who I think myself to be with my name and my, my shape, my color, my shoes, my, 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 this is attachment. I'm attaching myself to all of these things, but myself is not any of them whatsoever. So I keep trying to pull these layers away and push them off because a lot of stress comes with them. A lot of concern comes with all of these layers and these things I attach myself to. We live in a three-dimensional world of attachment and doing. And this is the journey that life has put us on. You are here miraculously and you are here to realize who you truly are. And who you truly are has been with you this whole time. But distraction after distraction and storyline after storyline and narratives and television and news and concerns of the world and worries of the world and fears of the world, you will have to battle these things. You will have to contend with these, these things. And therefore, you actually are the hero in the story, whether you like it or not, whether you realize it or not, you are the hero because you must contend with all of these challenges just so you can remember and uncover rediscover who you actually are, which is above all of these things, <laughs> actually free of all of these things. You are only under what you decide to give your attention to. You're only under the power and influence of what you decide to give your attention to, specifically when it's a lower vibration, the doing, 
the fears, the concerns, the anxieties, the stresses, the commitments that I wish I had committed to. You're only under those things because you give attention to them. Now, you can give your attention to higher things. Those higher things are actually who you are. They are one with you. These are love, peace, joy, humility, abundance, life, blessing, power. Blessing and power are very similar. It just means to give life, essentially. To, to, to be blessed and to be a blessing means to <clears throat> give life or to promote life and to know that you've been given life and, and, and um, this type of growth and maturation is is in your presence it's in your experience this is being to be blessed power is the same thing it's like sharing light it changes things for the better also wisdom another one of the higher things that you just naturally are but everything in your world says oh well you know, you're not the most intelligent one. You didn't have the best grades. You weren't a, an A-plus student, and you didn't get that scholarship, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And this, this turns the idea of intelligence and wisdom to something of a much lower vibration than what it actually is. So we continue to unlearn the lies or and the illusions, because that's just what they are, lies and illusions and it's not necessarily anyone's fault but that does make them not untrue <laughs> so back to being and who we are I said love and peace and joy and wisdom and power and blessing and any good positive thing that promotes life you can put in there. That is the nature of your essence, one of the many characteristics of what being actually is. So as we move into the new year, now is the time to set your intentions. Setting intentions. In the past, they've been called New Year's resolutions, but we know that New Year's resolutions do not typically work that well because they are still based in lower vibrating things. They're still very Typically, they're very egotistical. But we're trying to aim for who we truly are. We're trying to aim for the higher vibration of what it is to exist on this planet and in this universe. And what we are here to do because of how awesome we are. <laughs> you are awesome and you are here to do something phenomenal. And therefore, you must begin to set the intention and the intention requires that you believe. 
You must believe something. Okay, let's go back to the story, the myth of the hero, and that you are the hero because you must contend with these adverse circumstances on this planet. So think about the hero. You've seen the stories, you've seen the movies, you've read the books, you've seen people in your life who you think are heroic. So therefore, you do know what it is to believe in a hero, and you know what it's like to connect to that story. But perhaps you haven't connected the story to yourself, that you are the one. The reason why you have an affinity to that strength and that willpower and that sacrifice and that love and whatever other amazingly positive things that we could say about it, the reason why you have that connection, that magnetic pull, is that is the thing that you are meant to uncover about yourself. So your intentions must be set to uncover these things and it has to come out of your vision. What is the vision that you hold for yourself then? Remember, the vision you hold for yourself is connected to the story of the hero. So whatever you see in the hero, you just have to believe and be able to see the connection to your own heart, your own life, your own purpose, your own identity. So one practice could be to write down a few heroes, male or female, and then write down the characteristics and then begin to hash out what it is to be that. What is it for me to be that? That's important because I feel an affinity to it. I feel drawn to it. I feel connected to it. Therefore, in some way, it is life's call to me to rise up, to rise above the struggles of this world and express myself as the one that I truly am. Ooh, I like that sentence. Express myself as the one that I truly am. So, intention, intention, intention. Start your day with the intention. When the negative thought comes in, you bring it to a halt by remembering the intention or placing an intention there. Whatever the negative thing is, find its polar opposite in the life-promoting intention. If you feel concerned about anything at all, what do you need to interject right there to change the vibration, to rise above um, whatever the concern is? This is the example I'm thinking of right now. You have a um, 
you have someone who's very important to you in your life and you suddenly have this fear that they might leave you or they might walk away. You stop the thought right there. You realize it is egoic thinking that's doing this, right? Fear-based thinking. But you are not fear. That is lower vibration. I want to inject my own self-worth and self-value right there. Because if I'm thinking someone might leave, I'm also feeling, or likely feeling, I'm not worthy, so why would they stay? Or woe is me if they leave, what will I do with myself? Why, I don't know what I would do, my life would be worth less, or something like this. That's putting a stop to the thought and then setting an intention, setting a knowing, a true deep knowing. And that's that higher wisdom that you have, that you carry with you all the time. The intention, the vision can be whatever. It doesn't matter. There are no rules to this. If you can see it, if you can believe it, and if you can feel it, then it can. If you can see it, if you can feel it, if you can believe it, then it is. Believe it, see it, feel it, then it is. It may not pop into your 3D uh, experience in a physical way immediately, but it will come. And the fact that you can believe it, see it, and feel it, think about feeling it. That means your body is actually responding, which means your brain is changing because you're believing the thing now you're creating the feeling in your body which means you're actually having a physical response to what you are envisioning in your mind this is how we begin to change our lives <laughs> this is how we begin to change our lives it's by seeing it believing it and feeling it and then we're having the experience right now and having that experience right now is what you are here to do you're not here to try to have the experience later because you don't know you don't have a promise that you will exist in this three-dimensional form later you just want the experience right now so if you keep setting the intention on a daily basis on an hourly basis, then you are bringing the experience to yourself right here and right now. And then it won't be a big surprise when the thing actually moves into your life <laughs> or manifests itself or shows itself physically. You'll be like, yeah, I did that. I've, I've been doing that daily. I'm not surprised that that opportunity opened up or this person showed up or, or whatever the thing is. This is the power of being. This is allowing the lessons of 2020 and all of life to push us to the next level of being who we are. The question still remains, well, then who are you? And then the question remains, what are you here to do? And that's why this personality that goes by the name Lance Howard exists on the earth is to help people 
answer those two questions and then begin to live it out. Live it out. How do I live it out? That's what this whole talk is about. How to do it. Why we face the challenges we face. How we overcome it. How we move into it. They're never ending. Shifts, transitions, unexpected changes. And the only thing we can do is be who we are and continue to see the vision and set the intention. That is your power. Be who you are. See the vision. Set the intention. This is the power of being. Be who you are. No matter what anyone has ever told you, no matter what the world says about you, no matter what they're saying you need to do, even your own ego will has presented lies to you about who you are. You must begin to see the difference between your egoic thoughts and the thoughts of your heart. That is what I call the 18-inch journey, moving from the mind to the heart, moving from the ego to the true self, and knowing the difference. It's not an easy journey because the ego, you've believed yourself to be those egoic thoughts for a really long time. So unlearning it does take a little practice, but it doesn't take long. If you've been alive, I'm just going to say, if you've been alive 40 years, with six months to a year of consistent practice, you can unlearn all the lies your ego has ever told you or lies that you've ever been attached to. You won't be perfect. The person of you won't be perfect because life will still find a variety of ways to bring new challenges to you, but the tools that you will gain, the new insights that you will have, every new hurdle that presents itself you will be so much more successful at just leaping right over the hurdle instead of <laughs> not even jumping. And you know what that looks like, trying to run through a hurdle. But life doesn't stop. So it's not like you're actually even running down the track towards the hurdle. The ground is moving for you. You are headed toward the hurdle, no matter what you do. You can even try to avoid, but you can't stop the ground from moving. Welcome to planet Earth. This shift is so good. The conjunction is tomorrow. And moving into the new year is a good time to set the intention. See the vision, set the intention. Know who you are, see the vision, set the intention. This is a really good time. Now, there's never a bad time. So I'm not saying these two weeks is all you have. I'm just saying that if you've been listening to the podcast, if you've read my writings and such, so on and so forth, then you already have some tools to take advantage of, of especially tomorrow, <laughs> take advantage of the day 
to the best of your ability with the demands that are on your time. That's a thing. But that doesn't stop you from being who you are. It doesn't stop you from being who you are that there are certain demands on your time. You can show up in peace because peace is just who and what you are. You can watch egoic thoughts because the thoughts are always there and the job of the watchman isn't just to watch, but it is to do something about it. So you watch the thoughts, you bring them to a halt and you see the vision, you set the intention. It's very purposeful. Then suddenly you're investing in your life in the most powerful way ever, knowing who you are, Seeing the vision and setting the intention is investing in your life and taking responsibility for it in the best, most powerful way you ever could. And it is the most powerful thing in the universe. No one can take responsibility for your life in this way but you. And this is the one thing no one has ever trained you to do. It is the power that you've taken for granted for many, many years. It is the power to change your life right here and right now so that your experience of life is wholesome and, yeah, let's just say it's whole. That means it's complete. That means it's perfect. And perfection is really just about love and peace. A life full of love and peace is a life that is whole and complete, therefore perfect in the here and now what a flow what a flow in the flow in the flow and one with the flow is where you're headed think about the universe expanding and science has been saying it's been expanding for a long time there is a natural flow in life this is expansion And out of that flow, you have all of this amazing life. All of this amazing life. All of this amazing life. Think about the expanding universe. This is the flow. And you are part of it. You are one with it. You could not exist without it. So you're not only in the flow, but you are one with the flow. And apparently this flow is pure abundance, pure intelligence, pure power, pure love and pure peace. We know it is pure love and pure peace because if humans weren't a part of the equation, there would be nothing but love and peace in the universe. (laughs) We are the ones bringing about the problems. So life, the universe, this prosperity, this abundance, this power, it's peaceful. It is at peace. It is not worried. It is not concerned. It is not anxious. It is not stressed. You are one with it and you are in it. So as you de-layer or unclothe or unmask all these lies and illusions and delusions, you begin to see yourself 
in the flow. This is knowing who you are. This is seeing the vision and setting the intention. This is just being in the flow. That's all it is. Just get in the flow. Simple words, takes a little bit of practice, but you can feel the feeling. And all it takes is imagination. And it is joyful. The experience of just being, being in the flow is pure joy. It's exciting because the vision is real and you can feel it. You see it, you believe it, you feel it and you feel it right now. If you're someone who feels the call, have felt the call, and is feeling the call, and you feel like you're ready to press in to being who you are and knowing what you're here to do and uh, seeing, believing, feeling the, the heroic intentions for your life, then we should probably talk. We should get in touch. You should take the opportunity to own your life like never before. You should take the opportunity to know yourself like never before. You should take the opportunity to overcome every struggle in your life you should take the opportunity to create what you would choose to love in your life you should take the opportunity to be free completely free Free of the concerns and worries that this world has placed upon you. This is the power of being. This is the power of being. for listening to the healing voice podcast feel free to email me at thbtv at protonmail.com thb is also on twitter instagram youtube bitshoot and library.tv that's lbry.tv if you'd like to support the work of thb you can send a donation i'll leave the links in the description thanks for listening tell someone about thb today